is none other than Megan Rapino. Pino, thanks for coming on. Hey, hey, hey. How's everybody doing? Well, very hyped is what everybody is up yeah, to. We're excited. Uh, I mean, we're extremely <laughs> excited to talk to you. Let's talk about last night, uh, the opener against Canada in the She Believes Cup. A little bit of a slower start maybe than particularly your coach was looking for. But what was your biggest takeaway? Yeah, de- definitely not the, the flying start that we wanted. Um, you know, after watching it back today, we actually just had a meeting about it. It, it wasn't as bad, I think, as it felt. But, you know, we, we like to score goals. We like to get the ball in the back of the net. And so it just felt a little like we're getting our feet underneath us still, which is understandable, but still a little frustrating. We always want to put the whooping on Canada, that's for sure. <laughs> so, Megan, what's been the biggest struggle? I mean, with the delay of the Olympics by a year, what's been the biggest hard to- hardness in that for you? Oh, um, I mean, honestly, it's it's been like equally as hard, and I'm thankful for the delay as well, just personally being able to get a little bit of time to rest. But I think just honestly motivating myself to work out on my own with no games in sight, like mm-hmm. it, that was really difficult. Um, normally, at least I have games to look forward to. I have a team to practice with, but um, Sue definitely had to motivate me. Uh, a lot last year so it was, it was difficult I'm sure everybody felt it you're just you're you're zooming you're eating you're working out you're sleeping all in the same space um, you know not being able to really go anywhere and do stuff so uh, yeah just keeping motivated and, and being able to keep myself fit that is a very common refrain Sue had to get me working out Sue had to get me paying attention to my diet <laughs> Sue had to be my coach <laughs> I love yeah I love that Yep. That she's uh, she's keeping she's cracking the whip. It's Spain and Fitz. We're talking to Megan Rapino. Um, you know, you mentioned that a lot of that time you didn't have games to prepare for. You opted out of the Challenge Cup for the NWSL. Um, how did that affect you know that training? And then when the Olympics gets delayed, um, I mean that happened before the opt out. Um, what does that do for your ability to prepare for what's coming next? That's probably one of the longest gaps of your career outside of injury. Yeah, definitely. I mean, by far, I don't think I've ever had this much, much time off. Um, I think pretty early on, um, you know, like with our trainer, it was kind of like, okay, we're not going to be able, we're just not physically going to be able to because of quarantine and the pandemic to train at the level that we were training at and that we're used to. So I think right away it was kind of like, okay, this is going to be different. We're going to be in this for the long haul, at least for a number of months. So kind of changing things around and taking the time to rest, frankly, um, and kind of, you know, detraining a little bit. And then, you know, understanding that we were going to have, you know, the rest of the year to kind of work back in um, and get fit again. So I, I think early on, we, uh, you know, definitely with my trainer, I was kind of like, let me just take this opportunity um, to work on things physically that I haven't been able to work on, get a little bit more healthy, Um, and just kind of reset from, you know, what turned out to be an absolutely insane 2019. Given, Megan, your decision to opt out before, how comfortable now where we are with COVID are you being a part of this process and playing? I mean, I'm definitely more comfortable now. Uh, I'm not comfortable at all with COVID. I want to keep as far away from COVID (laughs) as humanly possible. Um, I, I feel like Sue and I never left quarantine, really. Uh, with the exception of, of going into our respective sports. Um, but, no, I mean, it's still, you know, just being really vigilant. Um, I mean, I think the NWSL did a phenomenal job. All the players and the protocols in the league did a great job, um, you know, putting the Challenge Cup on and having a fall series. 
um, you know, and they've been, you know, relatively safe. And it seems like players have all bought in. And I, I think that's the most important part. If you have everyone doing every single thing they possibly can, you know, to mitigate spread and to mitigate risk, um, that's really what you're looking for. And then, you know, I'm just waiting for my vaccine appointment, really, which is probably <laughs> going to come in like June. Yeah, I'm like, I'm ready. Sign me up. Of course, stop, when it's my time, I'm not, not so looking to cut the line, but <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I am young and healthy. Uh, it's okay though. We're talking to Megan, but Rapino I feel good. I'm, I'm excited to go back in with the team and uh, you know get back in with the rain and, and have a good season. Looking forward to that. Yeah, so you've got obviously this upcoming NWSL season. You've got the Olympics to look forward to. So a lot on your plate this year. I wanted to ask you about the U.S. Women's National Team coach, who used to be your coach with the Reign, so you know him quite well, Vlatko Andonovsky. What can you tell us about him? We're trying to get a read on him, and all we hear so far is that people seem to really like him. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I genuinely think people really do like him. Uh, I mean, I think the, the most important thing, you know, that you get from a coach is just being upfront and honest. Um, that's all players really, uh, you know, that's all we can really ask for. We're all here uh, for a reason. We're all very high level players. Um, you know, we want to train hard and, and we just want it to, to come straight to us. Um, and he's really good at that. Um, you know, him and his whole staff, you can just tell, like, they just want every single player to look better. They're constantly just telling you these little things um, to improve your game, not just, you know, as a team, but individually as well. So, uh, you know, he likes a, he likes a good corny joke. Um, he likes a, a dad-type joke. So that's, that's probably his, his claim to fame. Maybe he wants some more laughs than he's getting, but, you know, he thinks he's pretty funny. <laughs> Wait, are you not into dad jokes, Reagan? I mean, come on. Dad, everybody loves a good <laughs> no, dad I'm joke. into dad jokes. I'm into dad jokes. Okay, so Sarah I, I give him the uh, chuckle. <laughs> hey, look, I'll take a chuckle anytime. Uh, Sarah has got me uh, hyped up about the NWSL. We keep talking about it on the show, but there's a lot of growth behind the league. What do you think has been the reason for so much attention coming to it right now? Uh, I mean, I think the more that we can, you know, translate the success of the women's national team, both domestically and obviously we had, you know, an amazing World Cup in 2019, translate that success and that attention and hype and, you know, media attention to the NWSL. It's, 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 it's always kind of not made sense to me. Like, you know, we get so much hype with the national team and then it's like people just forget that we go back and play, you know, 30 games a year with another team that you can watch and watch in market. So I think just more people are finding out about it, finding out, ways to watch um we have some really exciting new teams coming into the league and ownership groups coming into the league obviously um you know unfortunately we had uh, owner on owner crime the other day down in uh, australia naomi osaka had to had to take it to the goat um <laughs> uh, but it's exciting you know being able to you know use that excitement and use you know their notoriety as they've invested into the teams. Chelsea Clinton was another one. Uh, Bryce Gary also invested in the Washington team. So I think just kind of creating that buzz in different ways. I think it's really important for women's leagues to be creative and not just do everything that men's leagues do. Like obviously they've been around for you know thirty more years than us or twenty more years than us. Like we we got to kind of chart our own path, and I feel like we're kind of figuring out a way to do that now. 
Yeah, and besides the enthusiasm and creativity, it's just flat-out capital, right? And the other thing that's always been the issue for women's leagues is investing, actually investing and giving them a shot to succeed before you complain about how the dividend's not uh, matching up to what you'd expect. Uh, There needs to be a real push to invest. We're talking to Megan Rapinoe on Spain and Fitz. Before we let you go, I have to ask about your scouting report on the young talent, uh, the next generation of U.S. women's national team stars. There are a handful of players that will continue to be great that we all recognize from previous World Cups and Olympics. But who are some of the folks we should be keeping our eyes on uh, that are going to help take over and and take the torch? Well, they need to relax a little bit. They're coming in here too good too early, in my my opinion. They need need to just cool it. (laughs) Um, No, it, it really is impressive, like just the level that, you know, a Katarina Macario and Sophie Smith are at at such a young age. Uh, you know, Mal Pio, she had an injury uh, this camp and was on the training roster. But uh, the future is just so bright. Um, it, it's really exciting. I mean, I think, you know, offensively, obviously, um, you know, I think Katarina Macario is just – she's going to be a stud. Uh, I think she's kind of proven that right away. And now it's just a matter of, you know, figuring out the level and the pace of the game obviously is quicker than – uh, you know, anything that she's done before, but she's looking to, to fit right in and has that, uh, obviously, that Brazilian flair and that creativity that uh, I think will will serve this team well. Yeah, lots of talk about her. Got her first goal already. Uh, we'll certainly be keeping an eye on her. Well, good luck in the rest of the She Believes Cup and, of course, looking forward to the NWSL season. And uh, congrats on the book, by the way. I meant to mention One Life. Uh, I got it for Christmas. I read it in about three days, just straight through, and I loved it so much. So congrats uh, on that success as well. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you.